0: What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. Let's get into this. this. All right, what's up, everybody? What's going on, horror fam? We are you back at it, it again. We are, we are, we are. We're always at it over here. Sometimes. We're at each other's throats most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> I say sometimes. Um, so well, what's up,
1: horror fam? We're back at it again, and tonight we got a very special episode for us. We've been wanting to dig into this, and through our connections, we found someone that was perfect for the episode, so,
0: yeah, you know. Yeah, we, uh, it's, it's going to be really cool, and we're so glad that uh, that she came in to join us on this one, because she probably knows way more about this than most people on the planet, um, and we're going to introduce you here to Miss Jessica Jones. Jessica, how are you?
2: Hey, y'all. I'm doing good.
1: doing great. Good, Excited good. Here. Awesome. Thank you so
0: much for joining us tonight.
1: Yeah, so uh, while we uh, got... Don't the, let uh, Ryan offend you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> while we got people still listening, yeah. why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? <laughs> yeah,
2: well, uh, everybody can find me uh, at my website, thecryptidhuntress.com. Uh, I, I have a show on uh, the weekends. I'm the weekend host at Spaced Out Radio. Uh, I have a show called Off the Trails that airs Saturday and Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. Also, I have a show with Texas Front Porch, and uh, it's about remote viewing, what we're going to be talking about tonight. Nice. Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern.
1: Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So, you guys need to go check it out. Show Sporting. Yeah, you know?
0: absolutely. Uh, I've watched several of her shows. Fantastic. Fantastic yeah, topics. And she always has awesome guests on there. And we're very fortunate to have her. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we are really excited. You know, uh, it's cool that we talk about this sometimes, you know, but we meet a lot of cool people through this doing podcasts and stuff. And that's what's really cool. As much as, like I told you, we kind of talked about it on the other, as much as I don't like the internet, (laughs) (laughs) it allows us to, uh, you know, meet people that we probably would never met, you know. So, um, it's really cool, and we just so happened to run into you when we were on D.A.'s show. Shout out D.A. Roberts. Yes. Our man. But uh, we met you over there, and yeah, I was like, dude, we've got to get her on for this. You know, so I'm pretty excited. This stuff is really cool, and it leads actually into a bunch of different things. Uh, And it was funny. We
0: just asked her if she'd like to be on the show, and and she agreed. And I'm like, God, she has no idea what she's in for. (laughs) Uh It. All right! It all right! Good, good! 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 Yeah! Good! Good! No, it's you all see
2: good. my show, right?
1: So <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I was telling you, yeah, we're we've seen you're good but um, i'm
2: I'm a bigfoot field researcher so i mean you got to be a little crazy for sure absolutely crazy so absolutely
1: we're all a little crazy in our own ways a little bit that's the way i look at it but yeah so tonight we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking mainly about remote viewing and things like that but we have some other things that we're going to get into that involve that you know um i know i know you kind of said you only seen like the first season of stranger things but like that's like a hard that's you know that's what it's yeah. all about. It's, yeah, it's actually really, really good. I, yeah,
0: and it, get, it gets better as it goes along. Um, so maybe we shouldn't ruin that for her. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, and we're not going to. We're not. We're not here to talk about Stranger Things. Yes. <laughs> w- the way this all came about was. Uh, watching some videos and there was a lot of conspiracy theories going on about stranger things and I started digging into it okay why are these people talking about this? what are they talking about and it led me down a rabbit hole of oh my god our government is crazy
1: I haven't tell you that for uh, years you
0: tell me I'm crazy so uh, <laughs> so it, it, it's funny there there's several different things at play here and you know one of the big big ones and most people should know that when the the guys that created stranger things when they first started that series Mm -hmm. their intention was to call it montauk yes um and they decided against that because of marketing and different things but a lot of this has to do with the montauk project yes um to get into all of that we've got to go back quite a few years um and i i guess i'm just gonna run with this here
1: look at you uh, run so away. you
0: can you guys will catch me because i'm fat i can't run very fast um <laughs> but, so uh uh where the where this all started from was one like i told you government's crazy uh but Back in the summer of nineteen forty three mm-hmm. is where this all began. Uh, and it began with a story that a lot of a lot of you people have probably heard about, and that's the Philadelphia Experiment. Yes,
1: yes. So, so and I it's because I told JT I watched there's a movie called the Philadelphia Experiment. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, well Michael huh. Perrier. Yeah. And, it's actually uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Compared to what movies are now. some of the graphics are... But, uh, you know, I've liked him ever since I've seen him in one of my favorite movies ever. This is all a little sideline, but uh, um, Eddie and the Cruisers.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Love that movie. He's in it. But anyways,
1: so um, before we get any deeper into this, let everybody, if you don't mind, let them know what you do and why we want to bring you on for this particular... That way they kind of know who's on here with us. So
2: Okay. Well, you guys uh, are probably more interested in my remote viewing skills, okay, because I am trained in remote viewing. Uh, I I started off as a Bigfoot field researcher. I'm on several different teams uh, down here in the South, and uh, in one of my teams, my main team, Enigma Research Group, the head of my team is an amazing remote viewer, and uh, when we were out in the field having more than Bigfoot activity, we were having UFOs flying around and ET contact and uh, portals opening up and all sorts of weird stuff he decided that it was time to teach the entire team remote viewing so that we can look into all these weird events and all the high strangeness out in the field so we have an entire team full of remote viewers now we've been training for years and uh, and so I even have a show about it now where I look into paranormal attacks and stuff so uh, yeah but but if you guys want me to explain what remote viewing is briefly, I can do that. Absolutely, yeah, if you want to. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of people may have heard about remote viewing through uh, the military and our government. Uh, back during the Cold War, uh, Russia had psychic spies. Okay, and so of course America was like, "Well, we need to have psychic spies." So, so basically, it's psychic spying in a way. Okay, but it's it. What it is is locating a target. Um, Using your, for lack of a better term, your psychic abilities, okay, Uh, a lot, most of my targets are blind. I am given a set of eight numbers and I have no idea what those numbers are and I I do something called coordinate remote viewing, those are my coordinates. I sit down with a a pen and some paper and uh, I write those numbers down and I chart out my graphs and I just uh, start remote viewing. And uh, just from those eight numbers, and uh, I am able to locate whatever my target is uh, after, uh, you know, five, six, seven pages of paper. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you just start you just start writing down every single thing that comes into your your mind. And you think you smell, you taste, you touch, you can feel it, you can hear it. You write all that sensory data down. And uh, and by the end, I mean, I even hear song lyrics rap lyrics and stuff i mean that's whatever crazy it is, yeah i write it down and um by the end of that session i have i have, have that target figured out
0: wow that's yeah. cool that's awesome that's cool that's awesome. very cool you know and it's funny so uh, kind of getting off the subject this reminds me a lot of uh in estes colorado how they came up with the estes project yeah um uh, it's a form of remote viewing where they're actually talking yeah. to spirits mm-hmm. and stuff.
1: Yeah, see, I, I love this stuff too because, you know, I remember the the first time I ever heard anything about remote viewing, and I want to say I was little, I was pretty young, but I want to say it was on Unsolved Mysteries. I think I remember seeing something on something like that. I used to watch those shows all the time when I was a kid. That's what got me into all this kind of stuff. And um, I remember seeing something about that. And actually, I think it was probably about the Philadelphia Experiment, honestly. But um, yeah, I uh, I always thought it was really cool. Um, and it's funny—not funny, but it, it makes sense to me that you know you were able to learn how to do that. And. Probably possibly everyone could probably learn how to do it and Some of us do it without knowing it just being empathic and things like that, you know Um, So and I've always been empathic so to speak. We kind of talked about a little bit whenever you were on DA show So I won't dig into that again, but you know um, Yeah, I think it's you're harnessing that you know and um, It's funny kind of like the way I look at it is like, I tell my wife, you know, when we're going to get, if she gets, if I start to get sick, I'm like, you know what? I just got to quit thinking about it, quit thinking about it and move on with my day. And then eventually it just kind of goes away. I don't really feel bad anymore. It's weird, but I think that you can tell yourself, you know, you know, force it into fruition or Mm -hmm. whatever. And just kind of tell yourself, believe enough into it and then you can do it. So yes, exactly. And I want to let everyone know that, you know, (laughs) <laughs> I, I got to re- rephrase it because I was going to be like, you're not special. <laughs> but no. <laughs> what I meant is... No, I'm
2: absolutely not special. Everyone like, yeah, well, can do this. Everyone can dick. do it. They just no. kind of got to... It.
1: Sorry, I'm an asshole sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not
2: special, I know. No.
0: <laughs> you are very special to us.
1: No, um. but you are special in the, in the, in the way that you allow yourself to open your mind up enough and believe enough to do something I, trust me I mean I of can't
0: do what you do I mean I, I mean, could you hear
2: could. you could but you know I mean it has taken years and years and years of training to do yeah this.
0: yeah so that's kinda what I so it's it not takes, something you're necessarily born with
2: I've been doing this for uh, over 10 years wow. yeah but I mean yeah we're all born with psychic abilities everybody is born with psychic abilities uh, it's just we not everybody 's tuned into it, not everybody 's tapped in, and our psychic abilities are under attack they 've yes. been under attack for centuries, okay and you got to think about all the, the fluoride in the water and the um the bad foods that that aren 't even foods, the processed foods that are mm-hmm. you know out there mm-hmm. and um, those things in the sky, those chemtrails and stuff like that we don 't know what they 're spraying on us you know um, there 's just a whole lot of stuff that keeps us uh, our third eye closed, and uh, mm-hmm. the pineal gland calcified, and uh, and and plus people living in fear all the time, and uh, oh, yeah. and the media pumping fear into society, and wars, and you know riots, and all it's this it's,
1: constant it's drama. Constant,
2: constant. Yes, we don't have time to open up and experience life the way we're supposed to. It's
1: I mean, funny you say that, but like it's like I was just saying earlier with the internet and stuff. Like I I like it. And I hate it, you know? Yeah. But, like, I've noticed, I haven't watched TV in three years, four years, some shit. Now I can't tell you. So, but there's just no, it's, I, I, the only way I get any kind of information about any kind of drama is if I hear it on one of the podcasts I listen to. And usually it's, it's nothing big and it's not as bad as everyone says it is. And I'm like, man, I, I live so much better not dealing with that. But also, my mind is open, and you know, doing what we do here on a podcast, talking to people like you and stuff like that, it's something that we really love, and we talk about all the time. Is the feeling you get, the nostalgia you get sometimes that brings you back to when you're a kid, when you watch a movie, when you hear a song, Um, the feeling in the air, you know, in October, you know, that's our favorite time of year, you know, the fall, like. People, they detach from that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that's when they lose that I don't know, imagination. He, being human. Yes. You yeah. know, you lose that. And um, it's really cool doing this because we get to meet everyone. And then you know, me and him always have conversations about this. Right.
0: Stuff. It's funny. Even when we're not recording, we're talking about weird stuff.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's yeah. what we do. You know, and but now we get usually about, it's
0: a little dirtier, but, you know, yeah, you
1: know. Yeah, we we try to keep ourselves a little calm when we're talking <laughs> to other people sometimes. But, uh, no, and then we get to talk to people like you who actually are in the field and know what they're doing and can tell well, us. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you do. But a lot you more than I do. I could never do what you do just because I'm bad with numbers. I'm so horrible with math.
2: Is <laughs> But trust me, math has nothing to do with it. Nothing. There's numbers, and I write them down. I don't know what they mean.
1: Yeah. I write them down,
2: and they have a they have a an intention behind them. Okay, the target is a sign that doesn't mean I'm I'm adding and subtracting, dividing or multiplying.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. So gotcha. So when you get these numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to have, to have to explain everything, but how does it start off from there? Once you get the numbers, you, what do you do after that?
2: Yeah. Well, remote viewing is all about mind control, okay? And it's not about me controlling your mind. It's about me controlling my mind. Okay. Yes. And, uh, and, and the number one thing, which makes it really good for people who are out in the field doing uh, Bigfoot and paranormal field research, any research of any kind, shoot, actually just living everyday life. It's so good because it helps you to quieten your mind, okay? It helps you to focus and, and clear all that junk out of your head. Because how many times do you go through your day and you're just like, you don't even know how you got to point A to point B because you got so much crap going on in your head.
1: You 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So um, it's good. Yeah, so, so when I get those numbers, okay, um, sometimes I get numbers and I'm, I'm assigned some numbers from the head of my team and they're high priority targets okay it's a high priority usually that means there's a missing person or um some kind of emergency okay and I, and when i get those numbers i grab my paper and my my pens and uh and i go it's like a big stack of printer paper and i y'all, i go through so much printer paper it's ridiculous <laughs> uh, but but i go and i sit down and um and i quiet my mind and i, I get in like a meditative state kind of Honestly, like we've been training. We do uh, the the Monroe Gateway programs, and um, uh, we there's a process, okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to really, you really have to get into a, a mind state, okay, to do it. And uh, but you sit there and put your feet on the ground, you ground yourself. I, I mean, it's almost got a spiritual aspect to it, okay. Oh yeah. And so, but but you get your mind quiet and you sit down and you put your pen on the paper and then you write your target down and then you automatically, your hand will start automatic writing into ideograms is what we call it, okay? Usually there's about three ideograms and ideograms are symbols that my, my brain is going to pick up. They're symbols like natural structure, um, person, animal, fire, water, motion, tool, vehicle, uh, power, uh, space, air. I mean, but they're just little tiny symbols. And Mm -hmm. I I don't pay any attention to how my hand moves, uh, down the paper. But when I look down, I I can make out ideograms. Okay. And so that's where I write all that down. And all of a sudden all this information, it's like the aperture opens up and all this information starts flooding. Like it's almost like I'm pulling information out of the matrix. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I start writing things down, um, all my sensory data. And then then I write down in a box the analytic overlay, which is um, my brain trying to make sense of what I'm seeing. Okay. Right, right. And uh, and then I sketch a drawing, and then I start going to other pad, turn the page, and then I write down all the sensory data. I can even uh, do a deep mind probe, you know, and get into people's heads and ask some questions. Uh, and so it's it's actually a really really cool tool to have in your belt.
1: You okay? see, yeah, and that's all and- I've talked about this on the podcast quite often when we talk about things. Um, It kind of leads to, in my head, the way I look at it is, so when you start telling me right there that, you know, you're picking up all these things and it's like you're connected into this ether, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that at one point in time, before all this stuff was scrambling everything, we were all connected and we could find someone. You know, right, just because right. through our, th- through our, our mind, telepathic. Telepathy, yeah. You know.
2: Now it's artificial. Now we have artificial telepathy. We have cell phones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now it's telepathetic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you can't use my word. I coined that. But wow. no. Uh, I heard that. But uh, no, I, uh, it makes sense to me, mm-hmm. you know, that someone can do that. Because I believe that at one point in time, we all could do that oh yeah you know and like you said you just have to ground yourself like we've talked about the Akashic Records and things like that Mm -hmm. on this this podcast and you know that's another place where you can go and you know receive information and like you can get there through like you said grounding and meditation you know and it's funny my wife always jokes with me all the time she's like babe come on we're gonna go ground together (laughs) I'm I'm like no she's like come on so but anyways um. Yeah, I, it, it all makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to this guy, because <laughs> that's just the way I think. I I look at it like that. You know, I look at it. At, you know, of course it makes sense to me. Because in situations, people's minds end up clicking up anyway. Right. And you may not right. even know the person, and you guys yeah. are like thinking the same thing. And that's just because that's the natu- That's our way of doing it. I think our brains are way more powerful, and I think that. You know the reason why they throw, and I don't want to make anyone mad, but the reason why they throw like political parties and religion and certain things at us is so that you know it makes us not understand how special we are as humans. You know, I I think that we're a special a being. You know, yeah. they want <laughs> right. us
2: looking for someone to uh, lead and to. It's like we're we're made into good little slaves.
1: You yeah, know? yeah, exactly.
2: And uh, and we're always looking for a savior. We're always looking for people to get us out of jams and pickles, you know, and uh, and honestly, it's nobody's going to save you. You have to go within and and take care yep. of yourself. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's, Tim Kennedy actually just made. I just watched a video on his YouTube page. That's what it says. No one is coming. No one. That's what it says. That's the name of the video. No one is coming. You know? Yeah. You yeah, know, you
0: gotta do it on your own.
1: Exactly. You know. Um, but you can also do it together mm-hmm. if people I'm would just what are we talking about here? <laughs> We're not going this direction on this oh. episode.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'll see you guys later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um if people would just open their minds up and you know which a lot of people do. Um you know i'm a bit we're big music heads and stuff like that we love music and things and like one of my favorite bands it's not his by any means but one of my favorite bands is uh blink 182 and that's just because i grew Ooh. up i grew up with it and uh you know Tom DeLong, you know yeah. with you know to the stars academy guy. dude i told you he's with three doors down yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get slapped again close your eyes i don't want any witnesses close there. your eyes <laughs> oh, no. but uh no you know um like with Tom DeLonge, people are like, "Oh, he's crazy," and I'm like, "I don't think so, man."
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think he's crazy either. I
1: watched. I watched did you watch watched, that thing? I didn't
0: watch the Steve-O thing. It's a really done good that.
1: interview. Actually, he did a, an interview with Steve-O. Steve-O has a podcast called Steve-O's Wild Ride or whatever. Yeah. And he, Tom DeLonge was on there, and he's it's actually a really good interview. He got a lot of good information out of it. I'm like, wow.
0: Have you looked at any of his stuff or listened to any of? Tom yeah, belongs.
2: I mean, I know who he is, and I know right. his show, but I, I, I have not had time to do any watching of anything lately. Right.
1: Yeah, so well, like I Tom, it. Tom, he was the, he was like the lead singer kind of yeah. Blink One Eight Two, you know, and it, I but totally then he, know who
2: he is. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then but like his, at first I thought, you know, I'm like, well, maybe he's a little nuts, but I love, I, I've always liked all the stuff they do. Well, then I wa- started watching interviews with him, and like he started talking about the way the way it came about that he actually did things and everyone was like oh there's no way that could happen like that i'm like man that's how a lot of stuff happens basically he started doing his own research yeah got a hold of people because he's famous yeah so people let him in a little bit and then he got a little bit further in you know and it kind of just rolled downhill from there now you know as far as that goes like i'm a dimensional guy I believe in parallel dimensions. That's where I'm at. I I highly believe in all that. And it makes sense to me, like when they talk about, um, so you know Commander Favor. I don't know if you know the whole Tic Tac spaceship deal. So Commander Favor was, he's like a highly respected military guy. He got video of this. He chased this thing or whatever. They didn't know what it was. There's no propulsion system. There was nothing with it. It went from 80,000 feet to like 50 feet in a second and they're like oh it doesn't make sense and like to me it does it's just a portal boom boom you're here yeah. you know that's like me like going from my from here to my house in a second
2: yeah it's a portal i mean it, there's not it's not just ufos i mean out in the field doing i've been doing bigfoot field research for almost 12 years and uh there's a total x factor and i mean i i absolutely believe that they're able to maybe go interdimensional, maybe Mm -hmm. go through portals. My team has actually documented a portal opening up in the field where we were researching and we sent two team members inside of it and they disappeared. Their heat signature completely disappeared. But you couldn't see this thing except for through the thermals and the FLIR. Okay, Uh, and they didn't even know what they were, they were just guided over to it and their heat signatures completely disappeared. And then they, they said the entire environment changed they turn around, they walk back out, and then their heat signatures reappear. So I there are portals, you guys. There's portals. I don't I, I personally believe that could have been military technology or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Well, that gets I into something. Was alien. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and my thing with the whole alien thing is like I, I think a lot of people have misconceptions, and that's like uh when I was listening to some of the other podcasts and other interviews and documentaries I've watched, they talked about how like people are all caught up on this. Well, in order to get from this planet to this planet, it takes this many you know hours and this many days, blah blah. It's like no, time doesn't matter. Yeah. Time doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's right. Like time is not a thing. That's-
0: that's me. I'm the space travel guy.
1: Yeah. He's like, well, you got to go. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter with these portals and his dimensions. Right. It's just, you know, I'm here. Now I'm gone. Yeah. You know, you know
2: that, that's interesting. You brought that up because I, I knew better, right? As a remote viewer, there are certain things that are off limits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially talking about publicly. And I decided to do a show on the Apollo 11 moon landing. And I remote viewed it, and uh, in about two hours before my show, I got a very stern warning. I got contacted, told to
1: keep my mouth shut about that. Really? So, and I yeah. talked. To, I talked to him yeah. about. I talked to him about that. He he wants yeah. to kick my ass when I talk about it. like the actual moon yeah. landing and stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, look, man, I'm sorry. If I was the first guy to step on the moon, when I came back. I would not keep my mouth shut about that. Right. Yeah. How many interviews did they do? One. Yeah. And they looked like they were in, under duress. Yeah. But, right. and, then, they like and They like they were then, pissed off to be there. And then uh, Buzz out there freaking just, you know, he's kind of... He's I watched, all over the place, right? I watched this yeah. thing, and he's just little kids like, hey, Buzz buzz you know he's asking questions like how'd you feel about uh something about going to the moon he's like we didn't go
2: (laughs) 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 well it doesn't help that he's got he's got like his little illuminati finger over his little symbol over his eye and and if you look at the flight pattern of the spaceship it looks like a phallic symbol okay it's almost like a big joke or something
1: (laughs) yeah for for me like trust me i'm all about (laughs) kind of common sense and what makes sense to me yeah he's more of a science guy but he I'm also not Bill Nye. he's also <laughs> oh. he's also open-minded you know and understands that yeah. you know we really don't know 100 percent on anything that's why i tell everyone i'm like i know a cell phone works because i can pick it up and i can call someone and it works that's right. how i know that it that it's that's the science i believe in because i pick it up i call it's there <clears throat> it's pretty crazy to me how i can send you a video right but that's what it is i believe in that it's for me it's just kind of hard for me to believe when they say like oh we just got a what was that thing recently when they said that we just got a message from something that's been like billions of miles away space. Yeah, yeah i was like i can't remember what it was but i'm just like how yeah and then i tell him well so, <laughs> and then i asked him i was like you do know that uh i can't remember whether who the president was but called the spaceship from a landline Right. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. You know, it, it, a lot of this doesn't make sense. So I don't know. Well, here's here's let's the only here thing there. that I've discovered through doing remote viewing and looking at all of these um, paranormal attacks and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. From the Dyatlov Pass incident, where those hikers in uh, Soviet Russia were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way to um, let's see, what else do we have? I don't like the Beast of LbL, like the Dog Man attacks and things like that the government is fully aware if not involved in all of these cases that I've looked into. Okay. Wow. Fully involved in most of these cases. The Diatla pass was all military with a little touch of alien stuff going on. Yeah. A lot of little UFO things and some human mutilations. So,
0: um,
1: Ooh, human mutilations.
2: Human mutilations. Yeah.
1: See, not, like I, I highly believe all that stuff. Some things, if If it's too much for me to I'm like, look, this is what I believe, and I'll find out later on whatever, but it, what what boils what blows my mind is that like I'll hear someone say something and okay, I'm not gonna mention his name you know who I'm talking about um he has predicted so many things that come true down the road, and the only reason I'm not saying it because it'll probably will not even let us put our freaking podcast up if on youtube if we even oh i know who you're talking about yeah so I just got that telepathy I mean, exactly so he's he's predicted so much and and he even yeah. said i didn't predict anything he's like i just got information and i put it out there yeah. and it just so happens that six months a year two years three years down the road right. it comes true yeah. and um when i see that i'm like okay that's good information i can trust that i don't tend to trust things that when people like this is what you have to do. This is what you have to believe, no right. matter what. If it don't make sense, I don't believe it. I got okay. a feeling. I use my gut and my mind, and that's, that's how I judge things. That's the know? way everybody
2: should judge things. We've got to get away from looking to a savior for the media or doctors or whoever yeah. to tell us what's good for us and what's right. I mean, they're going to fact check us, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah. Oh yeah.
2: basically opposite of what the truth is. I'm just saying.
0: Gonna, I am going to tell you, we did learn a valuable lesson this week. Uh-oh. Don't put a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer on your Facebook page.
1: Oh, God, yeah, we got freaking. So <laughs> tell her a story there.
0: <laughs> so I get a message from Facebook yesterday, and they're like, oh, the Horror Chronicles podcast, you're uh, banned for 30 days from doing live videos because of a post you put up two years ago.
2: Oh, my God.
0: And all it was was it was a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer, and it said, "I've been craving Five Guys since before they were a restaurant." <laughs> and that's it. it. You know, that's it. And I'm they getting, they, they, hit 30, they hit me with a thirty. They hit me with a thirty-day bam from a post. It was February of 2020. <laughs> was when I put that post up. And I'm like, okay, funny. whatever, you know. So of course, I disputed it. And they're like. All right. Well, since you disputed it, we, uh, they basically told us we couldn't go live for 30 days. Yeah. I'm like, that's moronic, but whatever. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, after I disputed it, they were like, okay, well, we're just going to remove the post whatever you yeah, know come on it's gone
2: anyway nobody's nobody's going yeah, to that I mean, far back except it was 2 years, years <laughs>
0: ago come on whatever yeah. you know so i took a screenshot of it and i reposted it <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, so you know we'll see what happens Yeah, Um, (laughs) we're just testing the (laughs) waters.
2: That's how you roll. So the Horror
0: Chronicles will not be on Facebook
1: anymore. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) We need to build our own website. I we just gotta get to it. But um,
2: oh no! Listen, you guys, I got banned. I I got completely banned the first day, within 24 hours of starting my uh, Facebook page, uh, because I put the Cryptid Huntress on there, and uh, one of my teammates was on a show called Killing Bigfoot. Okay, and uh, and I had put. Uh, I had done an interview with him and I put his picture on there and it said killing Bigfoot. And I had like a, a sight on a gun on the picture. Yeah. It was the, it was the show's logo. Yeah. I got permanently banned from Facebook.
0: Oh my God.
2: Yes. So all you do is go open another page with another yeah. email address. It's not, yeah, a it's
1: just, yeah. it's just ridiculous. It's just a point. You know,
2: It was. it's ridiculous. It,
1: it, it, this is, but you know what, what, it, what it does do for me and something that I think is cool. It's like, you know what? this is another reason why we all just need to get together yeah yeah and have a convention or something yeah. you know where you're
0: physically we have there, talked about doing that too
1: and we're going to i'm going to start up our own convention you know we live in the middle of basically the united states so it's a good spot for everyone to travel you want to travel so far you know it's like right in the middle so it's just yeah. it, it gives me a reason to get everyone right together in the middle of everything you know smack yeah, not, exactly. Not,
0: not on the left cheek. Not on the right cheek. Yeah, right but in right the middle. In the middle. You know, um, the
2: crack of America.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's. Oh, never no, mind. I'm not
1: gonna go. But that, that, that is. But that is manscaped. So let's get. No. <laughs> there was. That would have been a good freaking segue into a freaking <laughs> oh, little. Uh, oh. Ad there.
0: We got approached by Manscaped to do some sponsoring, and we did we did a rather risque commercial for them, and they were like, "Ah, eh, oh. no, we don't think so."
1: I'm like, wait, what? Go big or go home, bro. It's like, come on. <laughs> uh, but no, we live we live in Rolla. It's just basically we live in Missouri. Yeah, middle so, Missouri. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're
0: we're we're in actually it's it's funny. We're only like an hour and a half, two hours from Da. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He he lives. What is it like? A hundred and twenty miles yep. or something down the road from us.
1: Yeah, he came. He we, we actually just had dinner with him not too long ago. He came down. And, yeah,
0: he was he was traveling through. Him and his wife were going to St. Louis, so he stopped and saw us, and we all had dinner together. Oh, so,
1: i love so, yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. And that's he the is thing. Great. Like, that's what's he cool about great. this. You know, like, everyone get together, and it's just we went to a convention, and I just loved the atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you and know, we every, met so many people there. It was crazy.
1: Everybody was cool and it's just man, you you miss that human interaction. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. important, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And it just I going to that convention really really spurred me to want to do one and just bring everybody in and so I think that's going to be, real fun. oh, hundred yeah. percent. We totally are. Like I just, I just got to work on it. And yeah. we have a lot of connections and a lot of people that can show. And I just got to, I got to get the ins and outs of it, but it's going to happen eventually, hopefully in the very near future, but I'm working on yeah. it. I'm working on it. But yeah. speaking of the future, so with remote viewing, can you go, can you, Go into and predict things or possibility uh-huh. of things and stuff like that. Absolutely, is, Man, is that, that has a great set. Give me a high five for that fucking. Is, segment, a, is that so. still <laughs>
0: remote viewing, or would that be considered precognition?
2: I mean, don't
0: use your it's big. It's still words remote like viewing.
2: It's okay. it's still remote viewing. Yeah, I mean, it's using your psychic faculties. Okay, and it, it precognition. I, I would consider that a little bit different. Okay, okay. whatever has a structure to it. And it's uh, the remote viewing is um, structure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, being precognitive is just kind of having uh, insight, like just psychic downloads.
1: Premonition, kind of like. Yeah. See, and I've, I I definitely have done that with dreams, you know. Um, I say dreams, but or is it deja vu or whatever, you know? But yeah. Um, I've definitely. I it just happened to me the other day. I'm like, I 100% know what's going to happen here. And sure enough, like. I'm like, there's gonna be this car, this color car around this corner here. When I walk around this corner, boom! I turn the corner. There's that car. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> How the hell did I know that? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, but it's just because I've awesome. seen it. I've seen it in my dreams. Yeah. I keep my head pretty, pretty open, man. I, I don't ever want to lose that imagination. I don't ever want to lose that power to freaking, you know, just. I don't do not want to be a drone. That's that's funny because <laughs> no, I do that with
0: music a lot, like. You know, you'd be listening to something, and I'm like, "Man, I hope the next song is this." And then all of a sudden, it's that, and you're like, what "The hell!"
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, mm. I just um, I think I think that people
0: need to. Um, you know, when you listen to a radio station where they only play five songs, it's you know, <laughs> well,
2: it's kind of easy to guess which song's yeah, coming on yeah.
1: next. Yeah, I don't Actually. freaking watch listen to the radio at, at all. I, me neither. The stuff Try they put not. out now is just. It's, I don't even know. it's
2: just like so monotonous and just uh it, it, I feel like we're being dumbed
1: down. so oh, that's one hundred percent. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Every happen. time comes Ryan comes
0: over here, I feel like I'm being dumbed down.
1: <laughs> and um, you're welcome. <laughs> I
0: will tell you what, when I'm in the car, I'll tell you, you what I'm listening shower. to. I'm listening to the Horror Chronicles podcast. Is what yeah.
1: I'm listening to. Yeah, <laughs> shout it out, shout it out. boom. Sometimes I can't. Oh, and spaced out radio. You better be listening to Space Sailor yes, Radio. Yeah. Absolutely. But
2: on the weekends.
1: <laughs> there you go. Check it out, guys, on the weekends. Space Sailor Radio. Got to check it well, out. And
2: weeknights, too. Dave Scott has his show every weeknight. Oh, there and you go. I, I, I've got a weekend spot.
1: That's, That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, nice. we were on the radio for a while. We were on, like, an internet radio program. Yeah, Cranium. Cranium Radio. They, cool. would, play, they yeah. would play our episodes and stuff.
0: Yeah, it was you know, a radio station out of Phoenix or Tucson. I don't know. Somewhere in Arizona.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I tell you, it's really cool. We talked about this before quite often, you know. But like, there's no imagination anymore. There's no. There's no mystery, for some people. For for a lot of people, like my sons, my sons, they're not going to know how it is to like. They are now because I don't let them have phones, and I don't let them. You know. You don't let them have fun. Yes. No fun. No, but uh, (laughs) we have way too much damn fun. That's a problem. But, um, no, um, I let them keep that mystery because they'll ask me, like, my kids love horror movies just like I do. They love being scared. They love all that kind of stuff. And my son will ask me, Dad, is this real? I'm like, I don't know. Do you think it's real? He's like, yeah, I think it's real. I'm like, well, then you better watch out because it's probably real. You know, and I just do that to him. He's like, what's going to happen? I'm like, I'm here. I'm not going to let nothing happen to you, but... We'll deal with it when it comes, you know? Well, it's,
2: good, it's good for kids to understand there's real-life real, real life threats out there. My son oh, yeah. likes, likes scary stuff, too. I mean, he's got, you know, uh, Jason Voorhees fig- figurines and stuff in his room. His whole bedroom, actually, is um, Halloween-themed, okay? So, oh,
1: sweet, yeah. Yeah,
2: he's got ghosts and zombies and everything in
1: there. Nice. <laughs> yeah, my kid's That's awesome yeah my sons are on my butt all the time that can i watch this i'm like no man it's got some stuff in there it's it's mainly nudity and stuff that i don't want them to see they under they understand about the gore and the and the slashing and stuff i'm like they know I don't what want that to see is. that either they know what that is but like uh I, I don't know i'm just right now i don't feel comfortable with them watching certain stuff and they're like oh please well we could turn off those parts and i'm like you know, there's a lot of those parts in these movies. A lot of the a lot of the 80s movies we watch are freaking... Sorry, son.
0: This movie has 68 minutes of a guy cutting somebody's head off <laughs> and two minutes of a boob shot. <laughs> We're not watching this.
1: Hey, I got to... <laughs> I got got, I got to... Got to have
0: prioritized. You know.
1: <laughs> but no, uh, I try to let them keep their minds open and let them be kids and... I mean, to a point, I guess I really act like a kid too. I mean, most of the time, you know, but that keeps me young. I got carved the other day by this 22 year old dude. (laughs) And he's like, uh, he's like, you don't look this old. like well thanks bud said if i shave this beard off i look younger than you so that's
2: a compliment i wouldn't mind getting that oh yeah
1: one day. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't care i was just laughing i was like so. dude, it's funny a lot of people
0: can't believe it when i tell them how old i am
1: i know 62 man <laughs> <I> 62 <know. laughs> <In the oil. laughs> he's only 50 you do you don't look a day over 55 i don't
0: i don't look a day over 400 um nasferatu yeah
1: but anyways, but back, anyway, to, back to what anyway. we were talking about. Sorry, we go off on tangents.
0: Yeah, we have been way, we've went way off. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a fun conversation, though. So, but we're having a good time.
1: Um, so do you, have you guys ever remote viewed into the, any of these portals or anything like that that you found, or there any-
2: yeah? Well, we we have now. Uh, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of my targets are classified. Like I can't yeah. really talk about it because it's right. part of our research that my team does. Uh, but I, the guys that I went in it. I've interviewed uh, well, Bob. One of them's passed away um, since that happened, and uh, and both of both of the men that went into this portal, they both got really bad health problems after that. There was a huge dose of radiation. Well, it was. I'm not gonna say huge, but there was a a, a nice little dose of radiation.
1: Enough, uh, we, yeah. We have
2: dagger counters out there in the field and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, one of them got a, a heart problem, and the other one's uh, cancer came back pretty aggressively. Wow. So, uh, right after this.
1: So it's probably not safe to enter into any in, of these portals.
2: No, it's not. Well, and, you know, I, I'd like to think that maybe this is where these missing people are going uh, in all of our national parks. Uh, with That missing 411 series by David Politis. Uh-huh. Uh, see, the thing about it is, is that this thing, uh, we have this on film, actually, looked like a big cube. We call it the cube. and uh, And it was not visible to the naked eye. Uh, but it was a big square, and it was about the size of a shed out behind your house. Mm-hmm. Like a big shed. Uh, they both walked over to it. They disappeared. They said that when they walked in it, the vegetation on the ground changed. It went from briery and brushy and muddy to smooth. Okay. The stars disappeared. They couldn't see the stars anymore. They said it was like walking into a black velvet curtain. And when they when they walked in, the temperature dropped.
1: Wow. Okay. wow.
2: Yeah, it was a, a completely different environment, and both of them are former military. One is it was an um, Army uh, Special Forces Ranger. The other I uh, was in the Navy, and uh, law enforcement, a uh, search and rescue guy, and, you know, yeah, they, they both knew to get out of there.
1: See, and that's wow. – and, and <clears throat> so I'm wondering – sorry, I'm putting all this stuff together in my own mind. Yeah, um, it's a
2: lot to –
1: I well, what, I, what I'm, what I'm, because I'm listening to what you're telling me, and I'm trying to put together in my mind what I already have going on. So, like, as a dimension, because I, like I said, I'm, I believe in dim- dimensions and everything, multiple dimensions. I believe there's ways you can reach those, but here's the key, and this is also leads into the whole what your soul is or what your aura mm-hmm. is. I believe that your soul, your spirit can travel into these other lands, but your body, your meat suit isn't physically ready to or capable to go through there. So like that's why through lucid dreaming or just, you know, DMT, things like that, you can open up that portal in your mind and go to that. Or like the or just meditation, kind of like remote viewing is almost getting there yeah. to where you can Access these portals or these different dimensions, but I your mean, body just. What
2: just remote viewing is. Yeah, right.
1: exactly. But your body can't physically. <clears throat> Go, yeah go there well yeah. and,
2: and that 's what they say a lot about uh, some of these e t abductions some some people say, well maybe it 's not the physical body that goes, maybe it 's your astral body that they 're taking exactly mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so um, and that 's like when we 're dreaming at night, you know I feel like travel. i travel i I do a lot of work in the fifth dimension and, and higher when i 'm sleeping
1: me too have you, ever, have
2: you ever woken up and you 're just exhausted and you 've got a really good night 's sleep, but you just feel like you 've been working all night and stuff. It's probably because your astral body was doing a bunch of work all night and, and dealing with people and, you know, getting in fights and whooping butt, you know, all night. <laughs> yeah, I've,
1: uh, I've definitely, the,
2: yeah,
1: definitely done that on a different plane. And that's the whole thing. That's why I like, I, you know, it, makes, it all makes sense to me. and wraps up in my mind and that you're explaining it from a different point of view. And it just further, you know, makes me believe and lead into what I already believe, you know, because it's more evidence to me. And I think it's pretty freaking awesome, you know. And oh, I think yeah. I wish people would just open up their minds Sometimes I, I talk to some people about it, and and it's funny because I have a lot of people I've talked to, and when I first started this podcast, or we did three years ago, almost four years now. Yeah, four okay. years. Four years <laughs> almost. Yeah. Um, like. A lot of people are like, oh, you're crazy, man, and blah, blah, blah. and then they start listening to my podcast, and they know me. And they know that like, I'm not like a bullshitter, you know, and I'm not like a, I don't know. I'm, I'm not just going to say something to be pointless, and then they start listening, and they start listening to other people that we bring on like you and, you know, DA people like that and whatever, and they're like, wow, okay. They look further into it, and then now I got people who were like, oh, when do you guys put another episode? when you guys put out another episode, you know? And I'm like, we're working on it, man. You know, we got a really good one, good one coming. You guys are really going to listen to it. That was this episode we were talking about. And I'm like, because this encompasses everything for me and it brings everything in, into a perspective that I think other people can understand, you know, without going too far off the rails with it, you know?
2: Well, you know, and the way that I describe remote viewing, it's a little more complicated, okay, than the way I describe it i like to put a fun touch to everything that I do, and I and I try to kind of simplify things. Because listen, when I it took a long time to learn remote viewing, and uh, and to really get pretty good at it, you have to do at least a hundred targets, and that takes a long time. <clears throat> now, I I feel like I've been called for some some crazy reason just to like kind of explain remote viewing and put it out there and get people's feet wet with this concept, mm-hmm. uh, because. I like to have fun with it, and it's a fun hobby for me. I'm not super serious about like the technical sides of this and everything. Right. Where you know, people will, that are really into remote viewing, like they'll throw all these questions at me, and I'm like, hey, y'all, send me an email. We'll talk about this in private. You know, right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. I'm just trying to get it out there for people to open their minds to it right now. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. If we want to get technical, we can get technical with it, but that's not what I'm trying to do right now. Is I'm just trying to uh, give like a a simple. Explanation beginners. of beginners, right? Yeah, beginners, and that's why I do that show on Friday nights, Remote Viewing Investigations with Jessica Jones with Texas <laughs> Frontport because I do fun remote viewing targets and it's um, dogman attacks, alleged Bigfoot attacks, the Ape Canyon attack, the beast of LBL. Uh, Tex had some missing time when he was out doing Bigfoot field research, and I looked into that. He was abducted, by the way, and so um, I'm, I'm just doing I'm going to say fun. I know that wasn't fun for text, but I, right. I do fun targets, you know, uh, stuff that people have heard about. I look into it by remote viewing ways, and uh, and I have people that'll come in and back up what my data is and, and that witness some of these things and stuff. And so it's really, it's a really fun show and it's really just opening up people's minds. I like to say it's like an elementary school version of remote viewing.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. How often yeah. do you do this?
2: Uh, Every Friday night.
0: No, no, no. I mean, remote viewing in general. I mean, is it... Well,
2: you know, I I used to not do it this much, but now that I have this show, my goodness, well, I do it at least once a week.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, (laughs)
2: yeah. But I I do it more. You know, I look into into a lot of stuff. Uh, You know, before I started this show, I just did it whenever I got a target. You know, when I was assigned a target by the head of my team, if there was a high priority or we had some practice targets to do or something, so... Yeah. And of course I have people contacting me daily, wanting me to help them. And right. I just, it's, it's, I can't, I can't help everybody. Yeah, exactly. Guys. It takes yeah. a lot out on me and um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a process and it literally drains my life force sometimes.
1: Yeah. Wow. But you also are helping everyone by introducing it, you know, yeah, introducing people sure. to it. Yeah. But, hey, help yeah. yourself exactly you know yeah
0: because i mean honestly i didn't know that much about it until we talked to you on da show i mean i'd heard of it but never really you know looked i had at never it heard of much. it
2: either listen i had never heard of remote viewing until i got taught remote viewing wow i didn't even know what it was
1: yeah i knew about it a long time ago and then you know um that movie the ministeric goats came out and people that's, that's a, yeah that's when people jumped in and started talking about it, but like I said, I learned. I heard about it way back in the day when I was used to watch, like, you know, unsolved mysteries and things like that. Kind of got me. That was me my into favorite
2: it. show. Yeah. yeah. They had they had ghost
1: ghost stories and stuff on. Oh there. yeah. That was my oh, that a favorite. bunch of cool yeah. stuff. I, and um.
0: Yeah, I used to love that show. They've got a new one out now.
1: I I, I actually go back. There's a there's a there's a free site you can watch stuff called uh, Freebie. And it's just a yeah. they play I TV just shows. I saw that
2: today for the first time. It's on awesome. TV. It's awesome. Yeah. Like
1: I've been watching X Files for the last. I went. I've been. I'm on like season two, episode I don't know eight or nine. But it's funny because I was telling Gerald, like uh, I was like, dude, I just watched today. The last episode I watched was about the Philadelphia project yeah. <laughs> experiment. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, it's just it just so happened. That's where it was at today. So I was like you know i mean it's kind of how it goes it's it's crazy yeah but um um, you remember
0: the the old show sightings yes that was a cool show too i used to really like that i wouldn't mind going back and watching those.
1: that's what i do i go back and i watch older shows that you know just didn't put it's funny because like x-files was like the first conspiracy show you know it was like one of the first ones that were putting stuff out there it was
2: soft disclosure i think
1: yeah. yeah and that's my point is like now you know people always oh that that can't happen that happens in movies like no man they do that so that when stuff happens you're, you're not prepared. so freaked out about it you right. know they yeah. put it right. they put it there so that you know it's when like you see it
2: programming kind of yeah. but because they know that we're going to awaken to the truth, you know, and uh, I don't know. That's that's why I enjoy doing my remote viewing show is because, um, you know, that's I think this is the future, to be honest with you. I think that um people need to wake up to it. And then we got the whole issue of like the timeline split right now. And there's yeah. some people that are like in one timeline and there are other people in another timeline and some are just taken off and wanting to learn things like remote viewing. Other people right. are stuck in the old ways and they just want to live in fear, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's either fear based <clears throat> society or let's break out of this society.
1: And that's kind of like what they're talking about with CERN, right? Like yeah. it, 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 when they did that the first time or whatever in the hydrogen collider or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, sp- and it opened up, split those times or whatever like that. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a, well, it, just, it
2: makes more dimensions and stuff. I actually had a, a gentleman on my show named Frank Jacob. You guys, please look him up. He is so he's at, he's based in Germany, but um, he's a film a, a film director. And uh, why
1: have I heard that name?
2: Well, he's he's pretty popular, and right now he's really big on Project Looking Glass. And uh,
1: that's why uh, he was on. I think he was on Tinfoil Hat.
2: Yeah, he was on my show about a month ago. Awesome. Uh, the The weekend before CERN turned back on that last time. Okay.
1: So, yeah. Yes, he Gosh. was on. That's where I heard that name. He, I think, he, I think he was on, <clears throat> which is Sam Tripley, which I love. Sam Tripley. He has like eight different podcasts. Yeah. But uh, yeah. he does Temple Hat podcast, and there, I think he was on there talking. That's pretty cool.
2: He's my go-to person, man. When it comes to because uh, the project, looking glass technology, y'all y'all know about that, right? Y'all yeah. Heard of that before?
1: Yeah, we're okay. yeah. Actually, yeah. that's one of the things we were going to talk about a little bit. Oh. If we got into it, there are certain yeah. things we yeah. were yeah. going to you know talk about if we got into it. But we've been doing good here, so. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. No, that yeah. that's the whole thing. Like with us, I've heard, I've heard podcasts where people are like, "Oh, we're going to talk about this," and then we're going to talk about this, and then we're going to talk about this, and it's like, man, people want to hear an honest conversation. Right. Totally. You know, that's what they want to hear. And that's like with us when we do edit thing, we don't edit anything exa- aside from putting our intro music in and putting our outro stuff out, we really don't edit anything out of the podcast unless right. someone's like, Look, don't put that on air.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, okay. Then we'll time stamp it and, and go we'll back and
1: make a special episode out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> put it right at the beginning of the episode. Oh, uh,
1: no, no. Listen but- to the listen to what she said. <laughs> No, we'd never do that. that would but, work. um, but yeah, you know, I just – I think that people want to hear – because whenever you're – They want to hear real. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And whenever you're being real about authentic. something yeah. – Authentic. you yeah. know? And that's we have some guys that I highly respect in the game that, you know, like, like uh, Dave Becker. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Dave Becker, he's a podcast guy, but he's, he, he's more movies. You know, they call them like the encyclopedia of knowledge, like – he, great guy. He's really
0: big in the. He does a does a few shows. One of them is called DVD Infatuation, and he does Land of the Creeps, and basically he does movie reviews and stuff. He was a he was great a great guy, super intelligent, really good know?
1: dude. And he told he texts us all the times like, "Man, you guys just listen to your last episode, love it." So that makes me feel good knowing that someone who has been in a game for a very long time. You know, respects what we're doing and loves that we're just, you know, real with it. And that's yeah. missing a lot in the world anymore. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Being people just true. can't have real conversations anymore. You know? Yeah.
1: And a lot of people like stuff we're talking about right now. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you guys are crazy, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't care. You know, yeah.
2: well, anyone who's on a different frequency right now, too. And so there's just some people that are meant to hear it and some people that aren't, you know, right. are, some yeah. people understand it. And those that aren't or don't, they won't hear it. So. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: and it hits people differently you know and you know it's funny we talk a lot about movies and stuff and movies do the same thing you know it depends on what frame of mind you're in on if you're going to get into this conversation or not you know mm-hmm. and
1: and i'm always in this kind of mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i constantly talk about stuff all the time and i'm lucky you know that you know me and my wife have been together for 20 years almost 21 years since we were, like, 14, and, um, you know, she's just my person, like, from day one, since we met each other, it was just, like, I mean, we were just connected instantly, and, um, that leads to the Akashic Records things, you know, and you find your people throughout life, the different lifespans or different dimensions, wherever you're going, you find your people, and, um, I'm lucky that I found her, because, you know, she loves all the kind of stuff, she likes scary movies, but she also loves Disney and all that kind of stuff, but she, she likes... And she also likes learning about stuff like this and learning about the Akashic Records and all that kind of thing. So I got very lucky with that, I guess, luck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. We,
2: never, we should never stop learning. That's yes. such a no, big thing.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. 100%. You know, and for me, I, I... <laughs> I was fortunate enough to have a dad that really didn't teach me much of anything, <laughs> so I'm always learning. But, like, you know, it's like when I had my sons, I had to teach myself everything before I taught them anything. Right. So, like, I had yeah. to teach myself how to do this, how to do that, how to hunt, how to work on things, how to do this, so I could teach them. So, like, I never played basketball or sports, really, when I was a kid. I got in, you know, the most I've done, I got into fighting. I'd done MMA for a while and got into martial arts. But I mean, as far as sports goes, I never played none of that stuff. So, like, my son got into baseball and basketball. So, like, I helped coach and I learned everything from the other coaches and stuff like that and just learned. And then I had to teach him. So, it's actually really cool when you're always learning. It's just, it's just.
2: Life never gets boring.
1: Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. It blows
2: my mind when I I see posts or on social media or just somebody tells me I'm bored. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Exactly. Yeah,
1: there's so much to do. do I mean bored. No, what you're what you're saying is that you've been on fucking TikTok for eight hours and you don't know what to fucking do with your life. Right. You know,
2: hypnotized.
1: Bad, you know, and it's just kind of like uh (laughs) <laughs> I'm lucky, too, my kids. Now, my youngest is starting to get where he wants to be on the damn TV all the time. So he freaked out now because we'll tell him, I'm like, buddy, you got an hour. You could be on the travel for an hour. Then it's time to get off of it, you know. And he tried to freak out. I'm like, look, this is what it is. Or next time, you won't have it at all. So he eventually gets over it. And then they got Nerf guns, and they go do their thing. But a lot of the kids today, and that's the thing, it's this, like you said, it's the dumbing down of the nation, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that's what's, that's what's bad about it. And people really don't know what they're missing. Just going and have a conversation with someone. Yeah. You know, I
2: mean, the best thing in the world for me personally is getting out in the woods with my friends and yeah. going just camping. You know, I say I do Bigfoot research, but really, we just like to go out and go camping. And you know, Oh, who said that? Activity
1: there was some you probably know who it is uh-huh. he's a B- bigfoot researcher and I, uh, he said that he said someone asked him um so what happens at the end of the day you guys do all this stuff and you know but you never find out what happened to bigfoot he's like look one of two things are gonna happen either we're gonna find bigfoot and make a proof or we're gonna go camping He's like, in either way. The best part. Yeah, he's no. like, either way.
0: Either way, I'm having a good I'm time. I'm having a good time. You with
1: know? our
2: friends, right? Yeah. You
1: know, I so, I would have never met JT, and he's one of my best friends now, you know, yeah. if we wouldn't oh, have started talking shucks. about, if we wouldn't have started talking about, you know, music and movies and things, mm-hmm. you know, just by kind of a conversation. I'm really? Like, I'm always talking to people, you know? Yeah, me too. And you miss that. If you don't, well, you, well, they say you miss 100% of the shots you don't ma- take. You know what I'm saying? So you got to talk to people. And I think that people would see that we're all connected. And how easy it probably would be, you know, for someone like you, if you were, say, you were in the room with people, 10 random people, teaching them or having them just kind of get into the mindset of where they need to be at, how quickly that could happen if they all would just do it, you know?
2: Okay. Well, I'm really good about that. I can, uh, I'm, I'm, I never knew I was really good at teaching, but I think, I think I am. Uh, I, ha- I have a nice, easy way of getting my point across to people in a very nice Southern sweet way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're down in Georgia, you said, right?
2: Yes. I'm so, born and raised. Right. Awesome.
1: Here so, um, was it, isn't like Savannah supposed to be really hot in it?
2: It is, yeah. I used to, I went to school down at Georgia Southern, which is down in South Georgia, uh-huh. about an hour from Savannah. And uh, yeah, we used to go to the cemetery. There's like this huge cemetery downtown in Savannah with moss on the trees and like huge tombstones and what do you call those things? Like where the mausoleums.
1: Mausoleums, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah, we we had a lot of fun down there. It was very haunted.
1: Any cool stories, you know?
2: Um. Not, not that I, I should be telling on air. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we're,
0: were, talking, college, we're talking. We're right? talking about hauntings.
1: You know, <laughs> we're we're talking
2: about. Gay, air, <laughs> but I don't know.
1: But, uh, that's hilarious. That's <laughs> <laughs> <No>, funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, well, I wasn't a ghost hunter back then. I was just having fun. Right, oh, yeah, right, yeah, I get yeah. You. yeah, yeah, I
1: get yeah. You.
2: Oh, actually, I do have a good story uh, down in Statesboro. There's this place that we used to go to on the weekends called Ghost Road. And, uh, and it was a haunted road out in the middle of a field. You awesome. Know, uh, yeah, they had, like, tobacco fields and uh, corn fields and all this stuff. And uh, you drive – I forgot the name of the, the little – I want to say village. It was like a community, uh, a farming community. But you drive down there, and you would park at the end of this dirt road, okay, and you get out of your car, and there was a street light with a little um, – Look like a little hut or something, like an old house, mm-hmm. underneath where the streetlight was on the road, and so you get out of your car, and the thing was, like you, you tried to, you'd walk towards it, and you could see a soldier with a bayonet, like a gun, a rifle with a bayonet mm-hmm. on it, and he would, he was patrolling. He would walk across the road in that light, the beam that would be go across. Yeah, the yeah, road. He right. Would, he would walk from, you know, right to left and then back, and it was like he was patrolling, and uh, and you just sit there watching him
0: wow and uh
2: i saw it many times and and when you're really brave you just drive right through it eventually you know when you're trying to leave that's it's kind cool. of, yeah. yeah it's called ghost road
0: yeah we've got yeah. a place up here uh well it's up in st louis area called zombie road and it's uh Ooh. it's an old uh basically it's an old railroad path um it was their you know way of getting to the tracks and stuff and uh Whenever you go there at night, well, now you can't go there at night. They've, they've closed it off to any kind of nighttime traffic, and there's always police out there patrolling. But when, when I was younger, uh, you could go there at night, and it was really creepy. As you would be walking down the road, um, if you'd look to the sides of the road, you could see what looked like shadow people standing along the sides of the road. As you're walking through there, um, there was a lot of stories which never happened to me, but there was a lot of stories about people being chased off the road by, like, phantom cars or, you know, Satanists or whatever, you know. None of that ever happened to me, but the the walking down the road and, like, if if you look off to the side of the road, it was really creepy looking. I mean, it looked like shadow people standing along the road watching you walk by you know pretty yeah. pretty cool place
1: see and that's like for me the land that we grew up that i grew well i say grew up on i grew up down here but when i was younger up till i was about eight or nine years old we lived up towards troy which there's a lot of native american stuff up there like our high school team was the Winfield Warriors, and like Troy, we were right next to Troy. Winfield and Troy right next to each other, and then Troy was the um, Troy Trojans and stuff like that. And but anyways, so my dad, um, like, used to he used to burn our trash and stuff, right? Our compost and whatnot, and um, he was digging in the backyard one day, and um, he hit this um, thing. It was like a Big freaking, look like a big arrowhead, but a big one. And then after that happened, a lot of crazy stuff started happening in our house.
2: Oh, poltergeist huh?
1: Oh, it was nuts. Like I remember one time. Um, so we sleep in the floor. We lived in a trailer, and we, me and my three little brothers, we used to we used to sleep in the floor, and the living room floor. And so I remember sleeping in the living room floor. And then, like, all of a sudden, you just heard the freaking trailer start, like, shaking. It sounded like someone was just running down the freaking um, the hallways, just pounding on the walls, knocking stuff off the walls, ran through the kitchen, like, knocking stuff off, went through my parents' bedroom door, which is on the other side of the kitchen, like, the main bedroom of the, of the house, mm-hmm. busted through that door, and then went and slammed the door open into their um, bathroom. So my dad got up because he thought it was like my brother being drunk or something, our older brother. And he got up all pissed, and he opened a door, and he's like, what the, f-? you know, getting ready to yell at my brother, and no one's there. And um, we started seeing, like, some spirits at her house. There was a little girl, like, so when you look out of the bathroom window, my parents' bathroom window, there was, like, a little girl that would sit right in the middle of the yard underneath the tree, and she would be like, she had, was, like, picking, picking flowers. And then we had a big garden, and just so happened, I don't know if it's just a coincidence or what, but in that big garden, we would see somebody like hoeing the the ground. And when you would watch out the window, it would stop and look over at the window and then go back and start hoeing the ground again. And then um, in the little ditch area where my dad had dug down and hit that freaking rock or whatever, there was a little boy that would run back and forth up and down the ditch. And then, um, so, the really bad stuff would happen in the house. And my dad, I guess, he went to one of the Native American, they have like I I don't know what you call them, not reservations, but I mean, I guess there would be a reservation, I don't know. But he went to one of these uh, people and he's like, hey, this is what I found, this is what's going on. You know, I cracked this on accident digging. They're like, "Whoa, well, this is what you did! You released the spirit of a warrior by a lot of time on stuff." And I'm like, oh, "I was little, Lord. yeah, I was little,
2: a warrior, huh?" Yeah, like as Uh-oh. and
1: as he said, you need to put it together as best as you can and put it back on top of the grave and bury it back up and was hope. It it- a grave? Well, what's fu- okay? And this is the honest truth. So my dad dug up. A skeleton. Oh. Right? It wasn't that a full skeleton. It wasn't a full Yes, and it wasn't a full skeleton. Cops came and everything, took the skeleton, put it in their car. I never heard nothing about it again. My dad said, oh, they said it was a um, fake skeleton, someone had buried. I think he said that just to not freak <laughs> us out. Yeah, for sure. But that's what happened. They came, put the put the skeleton in the cop car, left with it. We asked him about it a little bit later down the road, and he was like, oh, it, it was it was a fake skeleton someone had put out there. That's 100% true. Yeah. Wow. And so he's, we put that on there, and after we did that, stuff kind of subsided a little bit. Um, but I've seen things a lot in my life, and, I, and that's why I try to put everything together, you know, because spirits, like your spirit, your soul, whatever it may be, you know, I think you just level up and go to different dimensions, and you go to the next plane, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. But then I'm like, okay, I know I've seen ghosts. So what are those? Well, because those
2: are those are earthbound spirits, a lot of them. And uh, I have a really good friend of mine; his name's Barry Littleton. If you guys uh, want, if you've got some time, go to his YouTube channel, Barry Littleton. Okay, on YouTube, and he he talks about uh, earthbound spirits being stuck here, and there's more than there have ever been in the History of the universe right now, uh, because there are so many souls that are, are so stuck to this planet and to earthly things like money, property, people, stuff like that. They're they're not they're not they're not ready to cross over, and they're just sitting around waiting to hop on newborn babies and stuff to like take yeah. over their souls, take over their bodies.
0: That's gonna be uh, me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let it be you. You don't no. want it to be you. No. Uh, because people, um, I don't, I, I don't know if people have lost so many souls have lost touch with like our spiritual spirituality mm-hmm. and, uh, what's next. I mean, people are taught now, like, don't go towards the light. You know, when you right.
1: die,
2: you want to go towards the light. <laughs> okay. Probably. Yeah. I would, I would run towards that light if I were you. Okay. I know I will.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Full then speed. you hear stories of people who have passed and come back. You yeah, know. the near death experiences. Yeah. And
2: well, he well that Barry's had two near death experiences where he right. died, and so that's uh, he's got a lot of experience with that.
1: Yeah, wow. yeah, you know, it's um, I think that, and that's my whole thing. I try to put together all the stuff I've heard from different people and what i feel myself and what i've known myself and i'm like man i'm trying to put it all together and intertwine it and make something make sense and maybe i come up with a theory and put it all together and write it down and come on here and talk about it one day but like like i said some of the things you have said tonight have confirmed some things that like i already believe in myself and i didn't know from your aspect of it you know that's a different point of view and uh it it's just one more notch I add to the stuff that I'm learning. And yeah, there's just so many questions. I don't understand how people can be bored in life. You know, I know some people who are like, you know, atheists or agnostics or whatever, and they think you just die and you're done and you're just a meat suit and you run away and go. And I'm like, man, what a boring way to think about it. You know, yeah. there's just so much more to it. I mean,
2: I, I believe in reincarnation. I feel. I feel like I've been here many, 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 many yes, times. Yes, hundred percent. And and that's why we have a lot of interest this lifetime. I mean, things you're interested in, it's probably because you've done that in past lifetimes. Things you're good at, the talents you have. Yeah. Uh, any kind of hobbies that you like to do. I mean, this is probably stuff that you've done for lifetimes.
0: Yeah, the okay?
1: stuff you're drawn the things to. Things you're
2: best at. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and this must be my first go around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you know, like, I ain't good at nothing. <laughs> oh, you're you're good. Don't don't you lie.
0: Well, you don't uh, have to
2: be good at it. You just, just you just like gotta to like it. it huh? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I got gotcha. you. Yeah. See, for me, it's uh, it's all about the ghost stories. I I absolutely love the ghost stories. I could listen to those all night. You know, I tell people all the time. You know. I, People walk up to me and they want to talk to me about, oh, you know, the weather or, or their car or, you know, oh, you know what they're building down there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> but the first time they mention ghost, it's a three-hour conversation. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, you know, you could do this, and this is why this happens, and blah, blah, blah. I, it's yeah. just I'm fascinated with it. I always have been ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you guys can only imagine. I I don't have a whole lot of boring conversations anymore now that right. I'm out of the closet with the Bigfoot research. So people people like to talk to me about Bigfoot a lot. Yeah. Now. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, did I ask it's, you? Did I ask yeah. you if you seen uh if you watched uh, Willow Creek? I don't think so. No, I, I have you seen Willow that?
2: Creek? No, yeah. I haven't.
1: Um. So, um. Bobcat Galway. He's he wrote that and directed that movie. Oh
2: yeah, and they said it's like it
1: really freaking good Bigfoot movie because he's big in the Bigfoot. Yeah,
0: it's decent.
1: Really, he's yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait is very very big in the Bigfoot. Like he really believes it. I don't know if you knew that or not, right. but like. I uh, should-
2: is he still alive? Yes. Yeah. 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 I should invite him on my show then.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. You should. He would 100%. And he, he would probably do it. He's I awesome. Mean, he's like, not doing a whole lot I apologize lot for
2: asking if he's still alive. I'm I'm sorry. I hope well, you don't know. No. Yeah, I mean, if you offended. don't know, you don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast um, a few years back. Um oh, yeah. And this was like right after, um, or not right after, but it was after um robin williams had died and him and rob robin williams were like brothers oh. i didn't know this but i guess they were like super tight super close mm-hmm. and um he was on our telling stories about that but they they got in into talking about bigfoot and stuff because evidently he's very 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 big into it goes to conventions and things like that you know and he tells he's telling joe rogan he's like look i've talked to people who say they have seen things and I believe them and you know some people are crazy you know they make up things that aren't true but i think that this muddies the water but a lot of people you just got to trust your bullshit meter really it's what it what it comes out to be you know if something's too good to be true it's usually too good to be fucking true you know and when people try to say things sometimes i'm like look now i know you're lying you're telling me truth at first now you're <laughs> indulging in the story don't make anything up just tell me what actually happened right you know but uh, yeah it he's has to really be
2: discerning especially when it comes to paranormal research and stuff like that
1: yes yeah you know and we you know i try to teach my kids that too look always tell the truth no matter what it may hurt but you know I'm going to be more pissed if you lie to me and I find out later. I'm like, if you come to me and tell me the truth off the bat, I might be mad, but not as mad if you lied to me and I find out the truth later, you know, always tell me the truth that, and that's another thing too, though. That's just so they can always know they can trust me and talk to me about anything. You know, I, I don't care what it is. You always come to me. I'll always, you know, help you out the best that I can, you know, but yeah, you should check Ted out. If you haven't seen that, Willow Creek's supposed to be really good. It's like a kind of a found footage one. Um, but uh, Bobcat's really—he's actually a really, really good interview too. Like the, all the interviews I've heard from him, he's really awesome. So right. if you can get in touch with that dude, that'd be awesome. He doesn't—he doesn't, right. He right. doesn't actually, actually
0: talk like he used to in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hates that, by the way. Yeah, I bet really? he does. yeah. So yes. That was a,
2: that
1: was an act.
0: That was his shtick.
1: Yeah, he hates. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, he hates, and he hates people talking about. It. Right. (laughs) Like, he doesn't want to go back into it, you know. Because he's he's actually really big into researching Bigfoot and things like that, so.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to look him up, probably tonight. For sure. You should
1: check out Willow Creek, for sure. I will. Yeah, it's uh, interesting things, you know. I
2: can't believe I never heard of it before.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, I come across things. I listen to so many different people talk about stuff. And in my mind, that's what my wife says. She's like, "Your mind is just full of shit that I don't understand." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, "She's like, you can't tell me what you ate for lunch, but you can tell me you can sing any song ever made from anywhere, Because yeah. <laughs> like, I just I love music, music sticks in my head, and I literally I'll be singing something. She's like, "How do you know this song?" <laughs> I'm like, I I I don't know. I hear something. Well, honey, scares. I'm
0: really into Britney Spears.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. <laughs> See? There he goes. There he goes.
2: You know, I, that just brought a, a, a memory I have of a show I did on the Mandela effect. I was going to say, <gasps> that's so yes. funny. I was going to ask. Really? I was yes. going to bring it.
1: About the skirt?
2: Yes. It was never black. It's black.
1: It's black. It, it was, was never plaid.
2: It was plaid. I swear to God, that skirt was plaid.
1: Yeah. But so. it was black. It was, it was, that was so, I was, so, right, was going to bring that up. I literally was just going to say that, but you're like, that brings up the, lip- I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> well, There's a lot of a stuff deal. out
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff I've, out there. Mandela effect.
2: <sighs> there is. I actually remote viewed one incident of a Mandela effect. Okay. I did a whole show on the Mandela effect, but I remote viewed one because it really was irritating me. Uh, here in Georgia, we have Chick fil A. Yeah.
1: Right? Uh-huh.
0: We've uh, got a few of them around here.
2: Well, I mean, one day I was riding by and the the daggum sign said Chick-fil-A, C-H-I-C-K, Filet. It was not that way. Like a week before, it was C-H-I-K, Filet. I I remember it. I I have a degree in English literature, okay? And I am really big on spelling and and getting crafty Mm -hmm. with the way you spell things and logos. And I always thought, man, I like that C-H-I-K, Chick-fil-A. That's cool. A lot of people remember it C-H-I-C. Okay, but not now. It's Chick Fil A with a C H I C K. It never, it never was any different. But I swear to God, <laughs> I C H I K. Yeah,
1: that's hilarious.
2: So I looked into it, and let me tell you, my data was really interesting because it was, uh, it had something to do with uh, CERN actually oh wow yeah it was it had something to do with cern with the hydrant collider uh being turned on and uh, we just moved we we time jumped we went over to another dimension we just kind of yeah into another one yeah yeah
1: i love this shit yeah it's crazy
2: (laughs) that's that's what the that's what part of the cern and everything is like that's Mm -hmm. part of the purpose of it is to change us over to another dimension to move us over up or down okay hopefully they Uh, make us better yeah well and that's what that project looking glass is uh too uh they're they're using that technology to see like well let's turn CERN on and you know this this timeline's not going to work out in our favor so let's turn CERN on and let's put us in another timeline let's put it let's put Humanity in a different timeline
1: you gotta finish watching stranger things you're gonna like it yeah
2: (laughs) I I actually did watch part of the second season but it got a little weird so yeah
1: Uh, it it is weird
2: but I like the first season the best so Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it gets pretty cool too though I mean the last season was awesome I thought I thought thought it was really good too Yeah. yeah yeah but um definitely gotta check out Willow Creek and I just check wrote out it on
2: my hands. So yeah, I'll be
1: doing that. <laughs> check out, check out, check out Bobcat man. He's he's pretty yeah. awesome, pretty interesting guy. You know. So, oh, yeah. but uh, we'll sit here and talk yeah. forever if we don't. <laughs> we don't do something there. <laughs> no We're man, this awesome. it hole. was awesome. It was awesome talking yeah. to you for real. And yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, yeah. if
1: you ever want to come on and talk about something, you know, whatever, whatever else it may be, um, All right. paranormal stuff or something different than what you always talk about you know sometimes I mean, people get tired of talking about the same thing but
2: oh i never get tired of talking about stuff i mean and i switch i it up you know I, I usually do talk a lot about uh sasquatch uh mm-hmm. research and things like that last night i had a, a ghost hunter from south florida on my show and uh and what did I have before? I mean, it, it's something different. You know, I had a guy from Tennessee that's a monster hunter who uh, goes after Cherokee legends of folklore, like Spearfinger the witch. and Yeah. Uh, they, you know, and the Judicola the giant, uh, the Cherokee devil. So um, it's never boring. Yeah.
1: Awesome.
2: I would love to, to hang out. Maybe I'll bring you guys, if you guys want, y'all come on Space Talk Radio with me sometime.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Uh, said Friday nights, right? Saturday and Sunday nights. Saturday on and Sunday. Well, I'm yeah. off on okay. the weekends now, so yeah, yeah. We well, can y'all come on, I'll schedule y'all in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll we'll keep in contact for sure, I would love and that. you know, vice versa. Okay. You know, if you want to come yeah. on, we'll talk talking about whatever. So, right. awesome. Why don't you Absolutely. go ahead and uh, it's been awesome talking to you, of course. Thank you. We-, we had this problem that we'll we'll talk forever. We'll talk forever, yeah. and five hours later, we're like, we got to go to bed. But anyways. <laughs> Let everybody else uh, know again where they can find you at and all your stuff.
2: Okay. Well, you can find me. I, I, it's really easy. Just go to the cryptidhuntress.com. Uh, that's my website. It's got all my information on there, all my social media, all my shows and everything. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Cryptid Huntress. Uh, I have a show on Friday nights with the guys from Texas Front Porch called Remote Viewing Investigations with Jessica Jones. And uh, and that's really fun at 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Fridays and on Saturday and Sundays I'm on spaced out radio with my show off the trails. It's mostly about Sasquatch, Dogman, ghosts, portals, all that fun stuff. And that's uh, 10 p.m. Saturday, Sunday nights,
1: Eastern. Time. Awesome. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's where you can awesome. Find me. Yeah. Sweet guys, well, go go check her out. Absolutely. Her
0: make sure you, she does some killer shows. Make sure
1: you support her. And um, guys, we love you horror fam as always. Thank you for support as always. You know. But more importantly, until next time, keep Keep it creepy. creepy.